and welcome back to Richmond Tiger Talk. My name's Nick. And I'm Andy. One of the, the privileges of, of being a good team is taking wins for granted. And was that one of those wins this week? Hmm. Now, I should up front apologise. Um, I've got the flu, so I might not be my usual quick-witted self. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, bear with me, and I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you can carry me, um, uh, some would say, as always. Um, so, yeah, look, yes and no. Like, the Dusty getting subbed at half-time with a hamstring injury, that's, that's both bad for the team, but also really robbed us of the game of some joy because he was by far the best person to watch oh, out there. He was, he was absolutely killing it uh, uh, on the weekend. Like he, he subbed off what five, 10 minutes into the, into the third quarter and still finished ninth on AFL player ratings. Like he was, he was so far, so far ahead of anyone else. It was ridiculous at that stage. Yeah. So that, and look, they're a funny team because it, I mean, everyone knows they're getting their star players back, and Nicknack was just amazing. So I, I didn't love the game because it felt like oh, yeah. every time I looked up that one of our rucks was getting badly beaten, <laughs> which you know affects me deeply. But the we'll have to see in the next few weeks, especially this week, because they've got the players coming back. They are old; their average age is in the twenty sixes, so they don't you know they don't have the age profile of a bottom yeah. three team. No, you look at. Their, their average games of experience was 118. <laughs> yeah, that, that's quite a lot. Yeah, they, they, they have the age profile of a top four team. So, so, is, so it's bad their second <laughs> But it also means with their players back, and full credit yeah. to Mon Sports Science that Nick Nat ran out the game, was amazing all game. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that the potentially, I, I think we won't really know how good a win this is until the end of the year. Or I think we'll know at the end of this weekend because of Carlton. Mm. Do, do them by 10 goals in Perth. It's a pretty good sign that that wasn't a great win. But I'm, I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt. It was a shootout. Um, we, we, we got the... Um, oh, you're not willing to give it the benefit of the doubt? You're more down on the game? Oh, look, the the Eagles style, sort of keepings off style of play, was very open. You know, the total 74 tackles for the, for the game combines... A pretty low number. Like, yeah, it it was fine. I didn't. Look, I thought our our entertaining moments were extremely entertaining, and there were there were parts of the game that I'd happily <laughs> forget. Yeah, and as we discussed on the the more advanced expected Scots uh, shots metric, we won by eleven points. Uh, mm-hmm. They had the ball in their forward half, just one uh, percent more than us. So there were. There were things in the flow of the game where we actually had a good game goal kicking, so that that was really the big difference. Is that mm. um, we we scored thirty twenty nine points more than uh, we we normally be expected to um, with that amount of shot, shots. So that was nice, and you know, some beautiful shots in there from people like Pickard and Caps. Mm. So that was all fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I, I, I sort of I don't have a strong take on the game, but you, you know, the, like there was a moment. The, I put it on Twitter, but there's a moment, Nick, you know I loved, and um, mm. where Soldo got in a wrestle with um, uh, Nick Nat after he poleaxed Graham. Beautiful poleaxing, by the way. And uh, Nick Nat gave away the free kick, um, which was mm. nice because Soldo yep. was actually the instigator of, of that particular wrestle. 
I loved it because Solo's st- stack up so three steps. It's always the retaliator. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I loved it because Solo stack up for his teammates and he's not always, he's not soft, but he's not super aggressive like, like Nank is and, and the best rocks mm. are. So I loved it from that perspective. And I actually asked you afterwards, am I inordinately ex- too excite- rationally excited <laughs> about this, about him just doing a bit of pushy-pushy? But then the next bounce, Nick Nat, in the bounce, Nick Nat jumped in the air, changed which hands he was going to um, tap on, hung, and then tapped it perfectly with his wrong hand to Kelly, in it, who was going sideways to him. It was an incredibly... Like, I've, if a Richmond tap Brett player did it, I either one, I'd, I'd talk about it for months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just... It, all I'm saying is they're... Kelly and Nick Nat are, are really genuinely elite players. So I, uh, so I sort of look at that and think, ah, oh, well, that was probably an okay game. In the, like, you look at um, uh, Cruiser being drafted ahead of Cochin and it feels it feels like a uh, uh, you know a symbol of a of a past era, really, when when big guys were overrated in the draft. But honestly, I think. Um, if you think someone like uh, Mac Andrew uh, was uh, was a top five pick, um, despite a sort of a much uh, lighter resume than Nick Nat, like given given what an absolutely dominant force he is in the middle of the ground at clearance, like I reckon, I reckon he'd 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 go close to being number one in any ordinary draft year this uh, these days. Yes, I, I mean you're just so set. He's just so much better than mm. the the sort of the him and Max gone are so much better than and have been consistently for a long time than the other options. It's a, it's a real thought. Interesting. I, I hadn't thought of it that way. Mm. All right, Nick. We've just for a change we got sidelined on the rocks. Um, <laughs> Rioli was magnificent. Uh, oh, yep, fantastic. The Back, uh, back-to-back uh, career-high-end disposals for Dan, which yeah, probably probably not all that surprising for someone who's only recently uh, moved to the half-back line, but, you know, kicked a nice goal, nine score involvements, ten coaches' votes. Yeah, he's going well. He's, he's, timed, he's timed his run well for the, for for the final. <laughs> final co- oh, um, he's not a free agent, but he's out of contract. Yeah, in, indeed. Um, and we really give it to him now when he runs those pants. I think earlier in the year, we he's, he's just on the kicking hierarchy, as you like to call it, Nick. He's um, he's very, very high. And uh, we always sort of wondered whether he'd surpass Basher as a halfback distributor. And I don't... Well, whatever you think of his kicking, I think he's because he's faster and he can straighten up and uh, run in straight lines, I think right now he's more valuable than Basher was um, in his better seasons. Hmm. We would have to do some research on that. But he, he's, yeah, that's fair. He's, he's going very well. Top, also, top bit of in, in that comment. Yeah, true. Top 10 in the AFL in bounces, which is which is pretty good too. Um, yeah, I think no, we had, uh, would we have 28 bounces to two in the game? Something ridiculous yeah, like that. It was a lot. Um, speaking of career high, also a career high for... Uh, Marlon Pickett, who is, oh, I, I love his form at the moment. Just so strong in the contest, confident, like, yeah, eh, eh. In, intimidated by nothing. Eh, it's pretty fun. 
I mean, I, I've always loved him because he hits like like a refrigerator, but he's actually getting right up in the rankings as a legitimate star player now. Mm. Uh, midfield, oh, I yeah. Think he, among, among wingmen. Uh, Nick, the commentators pointed out that, like, yeah. like they're sort of stealing our thunder. He's actually number two now amongst wingers. That, that was a total Richmond Tiger talk. Yeah. Um, it, it, stati- look, statistic. It is, it is one of those things where um, the number two wingman rates rates about as the 25th best <laughs> inside midfielder. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly right. And that that's partly the hierarchy of football that we've discussed yeah. many times. But the point is, he's absolutely, even on, oh, if, he's, if, it, if it just compared to everyone, he's in the top 60 players, which is bloody yeah, fantastic. it's great. It's great. And, you know, he's 30 years old and he's clearly getting, getting better at an yeah. age when Agreed. other players are often... Uh, in decline, yeah, it was great. Um, other other end of the age uh, spectrum, Hugo Ralph Smith's first quarter was absolutely fantastic. Rest rest of the game, um, uh, dropped off a bit, but oh, it's so much fun. Well, well, by a bit, he had nine touches in one quarter and then five for the rest of the next three quarters. That's yeah. <laughs> precipitous is how I describe that. Um, uh, but yes, uh, he was everywhere in the first quarter. Yeah, and and I, I'm I'm encouraged by that. That you know maybe maybe it's unrealistic to expect that for four quarters, but just having having a quarter like that when he's so in the flow of the games, I think I think. It's really good for him. Um, I didn't enjoy the third quarter. Uh, after after Dusty went off, we seemed pretty flat. We couldn't win a clearance. Yeah, wasn't much fun. No, there was. They never got too close, but there were. You could feel the moon no, in, in the crowd. Was, you, yeah, a bit. Yeah, you, you know one of the one of those guys who sits behind you at, at the ground and never made a dis, uh, d- mistake in disposal um, <laughs> in their lives and like, oh, why did you go there? Um, and like that kind of thing normally doesn't worry me. You know, like if you never played enough or for, or it's long enough and go that you've forgotten how hard it is to kick the ball when you're exhausted, there's bodies flying everywhere and you've got half a second to choose. Um, you know, that's your right. You've paid your money as long as you're not abusive. But yeah, the, the, it was it was nervous enough that those kind of people were annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, look, it never they never got too close. Like they never got within. Uh, I think effectively the smallest margin was you know around two goals. So mm. it, I thought it was nerve wracking. I, I I never completely panicked. Yeah. I always thought Nick Knack was going to wear down, which he didn't quite. But um, yeah, I, I thought he he just can't keep doing this. No. Um, we had a, we had a third player with a career high uh, in Nathan Broad. Um, who also also going you know also a mature age Western Australian and also going going really well at a I mean, um a career high in what uh, disposals but he only got twenty five he's had more than that hasn't he no okay all right who else stood out to you oh well I uh, just to to mention to, to to focus for a moment on Broad because he. He he plays his hundredth game uh, this weekend, and for for someone you know who was picked uh, picked as a twenty two year old uh, as a fifth round draft pick, like it's to get to go from that to a three time premiership player will be you know unfortunately his incident clouded uh, 
our first our first premiership a bit off field, but um, you know, thankfully, thankfully, it seems to have been a a one off incident, and yeah, it, he's he's uh, he. I think he's also steadily improved, and he's been part of a really good defence for a long time. Yeah, I almost think we use him too much now a bit um, in the distribution mm. from the defence because I, I don't think he's the best kick, but like he's he's good enough that we don't ignore him like we used to. He's got heaps better. Um, I will also, uh, by the way, I did. I, I must admit, Nick, I didn't trust you. Shame on me. I did check, and uh, you're right. Yeah, he's had uh, 25 at least twice before, but he never exceeded 25. Yes. I just yeah. I, I had a feeling in my head I'd seen twenty five uh, a, a mid twenties number ne- next to him before, but yeah, no, completely agree with everything you say and uh, sort of enjoy. And he'll be under a bit of, you know, the next couple of weeks are going to be interesting because Gibkiss is probably going to get dropped, so he's he's probably going to yeah, have to stand out. I wondered about that because yeah, on the on the replay, Gibbs, Gibkiss game wasn't bad as long as he wasn't isolated deep against um, Jack Darling. Or they, he had he had a few turnovers as well. Yeah, it was the I think the panicky ones. That was the that like and Nick I'm very much talking out of both sides of my mouth here because you know I'm captain play the kids. Um, and yeah. and, and then um well I'm Plecton K the play the kids for about four weeks and you know now perhaps <laughs> um um well, so, he he clearly he he is exempt from the normal um. Give him a couple of games and send him back to the VFL. Like no, no, they've, no, they've, the, they've clearly got confidence in him. The, the fact that they stuck with him last week, um, I think most players would have been dropped after last week. I was really impressed that they they stuck with him. I, I actually thought, you know, like I said, I thought we were going to drop him last week. Yeah, this week it was just you know that kick um, he missed that uh, brought yeah. someone Wallace put on Twitter that brought RFC Wallace put on Twitter that. Um, Broad had to clean up, or that goal he gave away where he fumbled and he hand passed a West Coast player. Like mm. their their brain fades of a guy who maybe needs to go back to a lower level and and regain trust in his touch. Yeah, I wondered. Uh, wondered about that. Like he's a he's a he is a talent, and he does provide something like that. Leap in athleticism uh, is good for our good for our defence. Well, well, you know the, the, that Tim Keeley clearance I talked about with the nickname yeah. "Amazing Tat." He made the intercept mark that stopped that being a score. So um, yeah. it, there's plenty of good, but yeah, I, I just and sort of in a big game which has incredible implications for the finals. I, I just wonder whether um, uh, he's had his run, but we'll see. Mm. Yep, I, I will never criticise Dimmer for giving the kids an extra long go. <laughs> Well, speaking speaking of kids, um, Morris Rioli Jr. is a lovely set shot for goal. Uh, it's a, it's a small sample, but God, it looks good when it goes through. Everything about him looks good. the The way he tackles, he pressures, he seems to freak the other team out. Um, yeah, no the the referred the referred pressure like there's a real he's behind you. <laughs> the crowd gets into it too. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> Yeah, just loving watching him play. Actually, when I was going to the game, I was like, "Oh, what's going to make me happy about watching the game today?" And Rioli was definitely in my sort of top six or seven things that I was looking forward to seeing. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think we're we're one good game away from either uh, Morris Rioli Junior or Gibkiss getting a Rising Star nomination. Because um, yeah, they're, they're, he's put together a pretty good season. Yeah, exactly. Now, is there anyone else that you wanted to highlight? I thought 
Tarrant was solid without being yeah, amazing. Tarrant, uh, Tarrant was solid. Look, it was, yeah, without um, Kennedy uh, pretty, and Oscar Allen, obviously, has been out all year. The, you know, Darling, Darling was the only uh, real target. So, yeah, look, it, he, he certainly did his job. Um, they had... They had an article on ESPN today on the the most consistent players uh, by AFL player rating at each position. And guess guess which uh, Richmond player is the most consistent at their position? Nank. Nank. Mm. I was... By some margin. Jack Jack Ross, weirdly so, as well, but no... um, uh, Nank, Nank's the most consistent ruckman in the competition. So we we've given up on playing him forward. Yeah, we just true. he played sixty seven percent. I think Nick Nat played sixty eight percent. So Soldo only got a brief turn on Nick Nack. I I was actually frustrated because I thought they should have flipped that to wear Nick De- uh, Nick Nat down, like have two strong bodies on it. Of course, then Soldo the first three taps against Nick Nat didn't stick the knee in, which was frustrating me greatly. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is minutiae of the ruck. But look, like just so on the champion data rating, where a hundred's usually a pretty good midfielder's game. Um, so Nick Nat and Nank had um, played equal amount of time, and then knew he had a hundred. 19 points in, by that measure, which is, yeah, usually the top three or four mm. of the game. But Nank had 95. So it's not like Nank often is. Um, we've, we've said Work, this... Ma- workmanlike as ever, yeah. He counter punches and he took some intercept marks and, yeah, he, he just... Well, only two, sorry. But um, he was just workmanlike. He got a lot of pressure acts, sort of the third highest on the team. Just did a lot of the yeoman's work in 15 touches, obviously. Yeah, you did... You, I, th- I think, you know, for all the, yeah, there was probably a bit of surprise at, as, at him being being made captain. You know, <laughs> notorious, the notoriously media shy. But he said he's. Re- I think it's his best season for Richmond. I think so. I don't think it helps. I think it hurts us looking impartially about how we should run the ruck rotation rotations. But that's a very, very niche point, which I don't think we need to go into on the podcast, but um, I think sometimes Nack should come off the bench and he, he he prefers to start, and I think it would be probably better for Richmond and for him if sometimes uh, he was overruled, but it's hard to overrule the captain. Mm. I, w- uh, I said it. it's his best season, and it's possibly his best season, but it's also almost identical to his 2018 season. <laughs> Yeah. So I suppose I'm I suppose I'm thinking in the past three years where where he was always he was always solid, but you know, it was a fair bit of injury interrupted uh, interruptions there, but no, it's great. it touch wood, it's great to see him fit and yeah, really delivering. Uh, just a little shout out to Jack for six touches with three goals. Um, yep. Yep. The old man is efficient, if nothing else. Um, oh, he's plenty of other things. Like he, he still got the hops. He, he he had just enough to kick the crucial goal in the last to sort of put the game beyond doubt. Only other note I had is when Dusty went down. Jesus, the Bolton, um, Baker, and uh, Shorty midfield. That was our centre square line lineup for a lot of the third quarter. That's a small lineup. Um, yeah, which we'll, we'll talk about a bit uh, for the next game. Anything else you wanted to talk about? No, no, that w- that was it. 
for me, although, um, oh, look, dis- disappointing for uh, the the Nick Boston uh, suspension. You know, yeah, not the was, first time. He's making a bit of a habit of doing dumb stuff like unfortunate. that. Unfortunately, so. But oh, he just—he's—he's he's consistently our best intercept player. I mean, he's the second best intercept player in the AFL, so no surprise there. But yeah, ah, annoying. Yeah. By the way, Nanks, the sixth-rated ranked ruck in the in the um, AFL, which mm. uh, with a bit of statistical trickery is top third, and you'd take that. Yep. Yep. No. Do that. Um. Yeah, it was. It, it wasn't one of the videos that they're going to show their end of season highlights package. I think they'll they much they'll show the Rioli hookup. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was it. Look, there were there were some nice goals. It was the the game as a as a whole was yeah, it was fine. All right, Nick, I do have a Dusty scoop. Uh, Richmond Tiger talk exclusive Ooh. on Dusty, but but I think maybe we'll talk about the VFL first. Yeah, so VFL sort of strange situation where you know whereas whereas last week was you know one one of the more genuinely exciting games of uh, football that I've seen for a while as we ran over the top of uh, Geelong this week sort of at the at the under end of the spectrum where we um, lost by. Uh, four points to the Collingwood uh, VFL team, and God knows we, uh, as Jack Dye famously said, you know, almost nothing worse than losing to to Collingwood. But there were a lot, there were a lot of players who played pretty well. Yeah, it's almost like winning close games is slightly random, and there's not actually <laughs> a special skill that you learn. Um, yeah, you know, controversial theory, and there's no evidence to support um, uh, such heresy. Um, Samson Ryan's really coming on. Yeah, he looks big and strong. He was absolutely the dominant ruck on the ground. Who else stood out to you? Well, Tyler Sonzi's the obvious one. The thirty-one disposals, five. Five clearances, and notably got a got a mention for his defensive work from from Steve Morris. Which look, he's been he's been emergency a, a couple of times before. Um, so yeah, I think I think there's a chance there's a chance for a debut this week. Although Presti is the obvious uh, replacement for for Dusty. Um, Manny Parker, twenty nine. Disposals, busy. Uh, ben Miller, quite a lot of the ball as well. There were a lot. There were a lot of guys. Um, really bounced back for for winning a lot of football. Thompson Dow, as well. Riley Collie Dawkins had eight clearances, which is a, a pretty huge number. Your boy Jake Arts, um, pretty solid again. So, yeah. Oh, it, there, there were a lot of contributors. It does feel a bit inevitable that he's going to play another game before the end of the year. <laughs> I know the look. He didn't. Uh, he didn't really dominate the, the stat sheet uh, very much. Um, but uh, Tom Brown's hanger, if anyone hasn't seen it, which is on the, any of the Richmond VFL's uh, socials, it's a it's a genuine hanger. Like it. Uh, uh, 
I think we're, we're all waiting for, for Tom Brown to really string together four quarters. But, oh, gee, there's some talent there. Yeah, absolutely. Shame we couldn't get more of it because he only had 11 touches. But yeah. So the obvious question is, Dusty and Vossi go out. Um, maybe Brestia comes back, so that's obvious for Dusty. But if yep. that uh, doesn't happen, who's front of the queue for you? Ooh. Yeah, good good question. I think we you've got to have a, an inside midfielder. So it did have to be... Riley or I don't know Thompson Dow was good at, good as well so I don't know maybe maybe Thompson Dow or maybe maybe Tyler Sonsi maybe it's a it's it's a pretty big ask but I don't know do you do do you do Dow and Sonsi with Sonsi as the sub Oh that's I like that that's a good idea um yeah I, I sort of I, I worry sort of seen you know, the average of Swansea's games are not great. Now, Dow hasn't been great until this week either, but, you know, he was actually an effective AFL. There is proof mm. in the pudding that he has been a 6 out of or 7 out of 10 AFL midfield, and, you know, we might need that um, because we'll talk about the Suns in a sec, but they've got some big, big... They've got some big boys who are very good at clearances and, mm. like, a decent effort to at least put pressure on, um, stop them being brushed off, Uh which some of our small mids do tend to, I think, might be well. The the, Bol- the Bolton the Bolton short uh, Baker midfield lineup that is small. That's a, that's yeah, exactly. The that's They're all about seventy five, and yeah, that's I was, the I was inside midfielder group in the AFL. But, yeah, um, and I was, I was looking. Actually, Took Miller's not that. I oh, know Matt Rowell's not as big as I expect, but you know he's bigger than them. But mm. you know the, the others are sort of in their late high eighties. I think one's mm. in their ninety. Um, so you know they've got a big. They've got a. They've got a man's midfield. Yeah, lot of lot of high draft picks there. Um, disappointing note out of the VFL, unfortunately, Sydney Stack Very. had a had a facial fracture, so he's gonna. Miss a few weeks, which is unfortunate. Because yeah, yeah, he's, he's played some he's played some good footy without without getting another crack at seniors recently. Yeah, I mean, he would be the first one I would have said that you know I, I wanted in for Vossi. We all want him in. We're all very frustrated. So yeah, yeah. it's very annoying. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you believe that Matt Rowell's seventy eight kilos? No. <laughs> no. I mean. He's- We'll, we'll see. So that's supposedly three kilos bigger than I think Bolt, Bolt uh, uh, Shay, and um, Baker. So yeah, we shall see uh, when they stand next to each other. Make your own judgment. All right. So as we're implying, the Suns have three players in the top twenty for clearances. Well, before, before we get to the the Suns, you've been holding out on us from from telling us about the the Dusty app, Andy. Okay, so as discussed, I'm, I'm a bit unwell, so unfortunately I haven't used it in practice, but uh, Dustin Marsden, I think two days ago, released a fitness app, um, and that, you know, supposedly you take it with you and you weight lift with it, so I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll take a look, so I I downloaded it, um, got the three-day free trial, um, which then automatically rolls over into a subscription if you do that, I just thought I'd check it out, and um, firstly, um, like it is quite good. So- See, well, explain it to me. So, how do you, how do you do it? Uh, is it is it you just there pop it, 
puffing out some curls and it's Dusty's voice going, yeah, good, mate. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, keep it up. Yeah, nice. So this might shock you, but he doesn't talk that much. <laughs> um, so what, but, but basically, like, the, there's like, I didn't go through all the workout, workouts. I just went through the weightlifting ones. But he has, he basically says, um, you know, there's an hour long, like he has a boulder shoulders hour long workout and then he has a bench press workout for an hour and he just, you know, there's five or six chest exercises or, and tricep exercises which he goes through and he explains, explains the exercise, just does a very basic sort of YouTube video of, of what to do and he completes, the, he, he does the whole thing. So you could effectively do it along with him. Um, if you wanted to, and he sort of his instructions quite good. His technique's fine. I mean, he's not the biggest guy. You can sort of notice when he's weightlifting, but look, it's fine. His voice is quite sort of it's almost sort of lulls you to sleep a little bit. Like it's it's a very um, <laughs> that's a that's a different sort of fitness amp. Normally they're they're pretty yeah. <laughs> but it's quite like it's all very competent. Like I was worried that you know it would be terrible but like you could work out to it had a timer um the exercises were all very sensible um and so yeah i, I was kind of impressed and it has exercises from other people i think shape alton's in in there there's kickboxer oh, yeah. dude it's covering a lot of things too like it's doing yoga and like it, i think maybe it's trying to cut too tick too many boxes i just looked at the um uh the weightlifting one but um yeah it, it's quite it is quite the strangest thing is having dusty talk at you for um <laughs> Like I, I mean, I can barely remember Dusty talking for more than sort of ever, you know, you know, twenty it's seconds not a big in a row. No. no, I think maybe when he signed that 2017 contract that he did a footy show appearance. Remember that? But yeah, mm-hmm. um, like he, he almost never talks. So there, here he is, like talking away about you know keeping your elbows in at the bench press. It was um, yeah, it, it's quite the experience. So it's actually okay. Like if it's you know, the best exercise is the one you do if you're into Dusty and that motivates you. Um, yeah, so go for it. It's not that expensive for <laughs> those kind of apps. apps it's, you know, might not be for me, but um, yeah, good for Dusty. Um, and yeah, I was just I was just slightly relieved it wasn't sort of terrible and sort of embarrassing. No, it's obviously, it must be a franchise of these dedicated apps because it's yeah. the, the software around it was quite good. So yeah, I suspect that there's probably, you know, someone does these apps apps for star athletes everywhere but yeah, it's it's quite interesting i'll post a few pictures when i put up the episode of sort of dusty doing cable flies and things like that so yeah um i think it's a follow, solid four stars for dusty on my app review <laughs> well, and, he'll be, and you can try it for free he'll, <laughs> be, he'll be grateful for the review <laughs> yes well you know poor old dusty we, we do need you yeah. gotta help him out sometimes <laughs> all right then his last few bucks <laughs> The Suns. Suns. Yep. They're pretty good. Like, they're, uh, they're outside the top eight while also being, I think they're uh, eighth, eighth for both points for and uh, points against, which is which is quite the achievement. It's sort of, there's a few, there's a few um, close losses uh, in, in there. But, yeah. It's they're they're a more mature um, team than they were. Their average age is is up to twenty five. The the I think it's fair to say unlikely um, key forward. Like it, you know, we talked we talked about them recruiting Marbia Chol at the end of last year, and part of the pitch for it was 
um, for all the high draft picks. The the Suns were surprisingly thin for for key forwards, and they went out and got Levi Casbolt and Mabiatol, and they've they've both been really consistent goal kickers for them. And it's just it's just given given balance to a team with you know Noah Anderson's really come on uh, as a as a inside outside midfielder, Matty Rowell's come back. Probably, I think you know, relative to expectations as a number one draft pick, he's he's a bit disappointing. But he's you know he's a real bull inside. Isaac Rankin's living up to at least some of the hype as a as a goal kicking forward. Like there's yeah, they're they're a pretty competitive team. Yeah, like I said, you know, they have three players in the top uh, twenty for um, clearances and also for contested possession. Mm. We can, they are, and they've got an absolute the best top ruckman in the AFL as the highest yep. win percentage. So the sort of there is yeah, Jared and and also Jared Witts averages five clearances a game as well. Um, Tuck Miller is top ten in the AFL for. Inside fifties, clearances, contested possessions, tackles, and centre clearances. He's, a, he's just, just a good player. And destroyed us last year. So and destroyed us last year. Annoyingly in, in, his, so. in his prime. Um, on, on Marbs, you, you know, in a perfect world, uh, Ceteris Paribus on on the salaries, you almost rather have him than one of Soldo or um, uh, Samson right now. I, I know that's I know that doesn't work with the salary cap, but he's just. Like he's a proper resting forward that we who could give Nank a bit of a rest. The thing yes. I think where we really got frustrated with uh, Chol was when he was the full time first ruck, and then when Soldo and Nank were out, and then sort of he's inconsistently. Because the one thing that's that has not changed about him is he will do both the, in almost every game he plays. He does something where where he looks like an All Australian, and then he he will also have long periods of the game where you don't see him. Yeah, he's he's on. He's on a list of two players who's kicked a goal in every game uh, this year on, with yeah, Brad Krish. He's consistently inconsistent. Like yeah. he, he, he always does. He always does good things. That's true. Inconsistent ac- across the game, but yeah, he's he's been he's been delivering. Um, their their defense is is interesting. They're a pretty. They're not a bad intercepting team. Uh, you know, some, you know, particularly, um, oh, Sam, Sam Collins is their, their best key back, but sort of, you know, Charlie, Charlie Ballard's good athlete, um, but can get beaten one-on-one, and Caleb Graham's a pretty raw young key back, so yeah, they're not, certainly not invincible uh, down there, Oleg, Oleg Markov sadly out for this game. Um, yeah, Lukosius back. He can get stuffed. <laughs> yes, the number one contested possession team in the league, but number eighteen for uncontested possession. <laughs> if, if you're if you're wondering how they play, um, uh, it's a real. Yeah, I think this is. I I say this every week, but this week it's true. The we're just not need to not get our ass kicked too badly in the midfield. Yep. Yeah. Their their one would is a real battering ram style. Um they've got 
big forwards who can take a contested mark. Uh, they've they're pretty solid defensively as a as a team. Uh, they've got a bit bit of brilliance uh, as well. So yeah, there's we're get, we're gonna have to play we're gonna have to play better than we did uh, against uh, the Eagles to say the very least. Um, but I don't know the. I think as as well as we played against Geelong would be good enough. Like it's a real it's a real knife edge game. Yeah, I think. Well, the current line on the one I'm looking at right now is um, that they are favoured by one point five points. So yep, that's it's pretty much fifty fifty. So yeah, it's stressful and it sort of pressed your mm. back makes a huge difference. The odds almost because we were we were favourites. Yep. Earlier in the weeks, and I think I wonder whether Presti is not back because those odds seem to reflect an expectation that he won't be. But whatever, it makes him being back makes a huge difference to our chances. Yeah, Dimmer's Dimmer's been pretty adamant that that he'll be back. So yeah, fingers fingers crossed to that one because it is it's testing our depth in a pretty uncomfortable way for him not to play. Uh, absolutely. Well, you know, just. As we said before, we saw what it was like in the third quarter when both uh, Dusty and Presti are out, and it's pretty small. Yeah. All right, Nick. The, um, I'm, I'm, the, I'm sorry, Ka. Well, the 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 flip side to to the to the stress is, you know, it's all, it's also a real uh, opportunity. Like we're we're sitting seventh uh, on the ladder, um, reasonably reasonably. Comfortably, but you know, there's, um, yeah, it's it's challenging for for the Bulldogs to make the finals, but not but not impossible. But yeah, there's twelve teams with a percentage of over hundred. Like it's there's you know the the haves and the haves and the have nots, and there's it's a competitive field. Indeed. All right. Well. I'm stressed, but I think it'll be okay. Yep. Now, Nick, I just want to ask one final question about Dusty. We can't ignore the elephant in the room. Has any of the media over the last three days changed your view at all of uh, the, the chance of him staying? Oh, look, the Carol, Caroline Wilson um, saying that she's um, she's starting to hear things certainly. Um, Makes me worried, uh, you know. There's, who who is more? He's better tapped into Richmond than than uh, Caroline Wilson. So yeah, I bet it is like the idea of Dusty in another jumper would be deeply weird. The idea of a Dusty trade, oh my God, it's it's it almost breaks my brain trying to think about it. Right? Yeah, I did. I. I do think that you know I don't I don't think it's going to be a revolutionary off season, but I, I do I do think this this off season is really going to um, compared to to recent the past couple of off seasons where we you know we've seen seen the odd retirement, um, but but otherwise pretty you know investing in the draft. Not a lot, not a lot of action in in trade week, other than sort of moving on fringe fringe players who aren't getting a regular senior game. But yeah, there's a there's a chance that this is this is a much more eventful off season. 
I think it's got a chance to be the most eventful one of Dimmer's career. Oh no, God! How how can how can we top um, the um, the twenty sixteen off season? Yeah, but the sort of okay, they they sacked all his assistant coaches um, and then moved them on, so so that was big. But were like if you look at the amount of retirements, like Lambert getting three touches. Yeah, the reti- retirements, yes, but bringing bringing in uh, uh, Prestia, Caddy, uh, Nankervis, uh, Bolton. Uh, yeah, you can't, you can't count Bolton. It was, just a, it was a draft pick. But yeah, like I, that was definitely the yeah, other competitor. But, but, but even Bolton was uh, a draft pick from a from a free agent uh, moved on. So... Yeah, I still... like I I, I did have that one was, as, as was the a, other it was one. A, it was a norm. Yeah. That, but but I, I think this is a really, really big off-season. Like, it's, it's going oh, to be... Yeah, it's going to be huge, yeah. Yeah, I, I think... Well, it could be huge. I, we might we might just get a couple of retirements and a bit of you know recent resign some players, maybe pick up but, one player from another club. But yeah, it it could be it could be more than that. And we lose P as well, so that's yeah, like, that's true. That is, that that'll that'll certainly be a change. Anyway, we'll we'll discuss this more in in future weeks. I was amused. Apparently, I think it was Wilson reported that uh, Ralph Carr has um, uh, offered to help the North Melbourne with their recruiting of free agents. <laughs> oh, Sounds like an excellent idea. Um, it yes, is. It's, it's worked out so well for the uh, for the NBA teams that have allowed agents and um, to to run their teams, agents well, and players. Dan Dan Richardson was an agent as well. Mm. Um, okay. The, the, <laughs> and the, yeah. the sliding well, it's door. okay when they start working for you and they don't have a conflict of interest anymore. It's when they're still they still have clients, then you can't do it. <laughs> yeah. The the Dusty nearly going to North uh Melbourne at the end of twenty seventeen. My God. Ugh. It, it's still it's still mind boggling to think about. Yeah, but but it's sort of the the premiership sort of um papered all that over. Um Oh yeah, but the uh, that that he nearly, you know, won. He would have been winning the Norm Smith, the Brownlow, and the Premiership, and then going to play in, comp- you know, uh, completely off Broadway for a for a mediocre to bad North Melbourne team. Like it, people people would just be looking at it, thinking, "What on earth happened there? <laughs> Why?" And instead, he's not doing an app if he's a North Melbourne player. No, exactly. But anyway, we shall see. There's, look, the dusty speculation is tedious, but there's clearly yeah, that, there's that, some that, fire. That, when when Wilson is saying it, there's obviously fire there. But I think you kind of knew that anyway by the way he was acting. Yeah, so. like like Kevin Durant, Durant in the NBA, the logistics of trading superstar players is is not easy. Yeah. Anyway. Plenty of time for that in the off season. Let's uh, let's just get it done this week. Let's enjoy football. Every week is a gift, and with these legendary players that we enjoy, we love to watch the play. Hmm. I'm Nick. I'm Andy. We're Richmond Tiger Tom. It starts with a vision. If we're not locked into that, might as well pack up and go home. 
talking about three flags, what, 2020? Fitzroy has played in more files than you guys. And after 13 straight losses, the Tigers are no longer toothless. Their first win for 2010. Carmichael Hunt took it, Jeffrey. He does. Carlton West on to kick a goal from here. He does. What a start. Can he just slow? He's gone. No free kick, surely. In the final home of the way game of the season, obliterating the Tigers by 113 points. First preliminary final in 16 long years, and they have done it. They've won. The Tigers are into the prelim. Tigers.